Let's do her washing. And we have been trying to get this young lady to church. And we tried so many things and so many ways. But no matter what you try, this young lady was not coming. So one day, when I say one day, you also respond one day. So one day, we decided that instead of just putting on our nice Christmas dresses and just going to church and be happy, clap for ourselves that we have come, we decided that we would rather put on any attire that we get and go to that place and other places and bring everybody to come into the garden with us. Hallelujah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when we took that decision and we went to that place, to that young lady and other people, that very day, that young lady who was always washing her clothes on Sunday decided to follow us into the garden. Hallelujah. And since that day, her life has never been the same again. She has just been moving from heights to heights and to greater heights. Hallelujah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, maybe somebody just brought you. Maybe you are not prepared. You have not even taken your bath or you have not even brushed your teeth. And somebody just dragged you and said that, I need you to be in the gathering. I'm here to tell you that you are not here by mistake. Amen. Oh, your amen is too weak. I said, you are not here by mistake. I said, you are not here by mistake. Hallelujah. And your life will never be the same again. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. I said, your life will never be the same again. I want you to shout amen. Your life will never be the same again. Amen. So God bless you so much for being in the gathering this morning. We are so excited that you are here. And it's such a great blessing. Amen. I've seen a lot of my wonderful friends here. God bless you so much for being here. And there's one special friend here that he doesn't want me to mention his name. So I will just wait after the gathering. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you so much for being with us today. Amen. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this year, our theme is growth. Somebody say growth. Or oh, somebody shout growth. growth. How do you say growth in key? Nini. How do you say it in ever? Ever. Echi. Echi. Echi enzio. Chichi. Chichi. Chichi means growth. Wow. Powerful, amen. Tell someone, chichi, 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 chichi. <laughs> wow. And the scripture we are using is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. The Bible says that when I was a child, I thought, I reasoned, I spoke, I understood. My feelings were that of a child. But when I grew up, somebody say, when I grew up. Oh, somebody shout, when I grew up. When I did chichi, chichi, when chichi happened to me, when chichi happened to me, now I put all childish things aside. Ladies and gentlemen, children do not get anything valuable or substantial. But it's only when you grew up. The Bible says that when you are a child, even if your father has estate in East Legon, rich and everywhere, when you are a child and your father passes away, they don't give you those things. Why? Because you are a child. But as soon as you grow up, oh, somebody shout, I'm growing up. Oh, you can't hear me. Somebody shout, I'm growing up. 
Because, but as soon as you start growing up and you get to a certain point where even the Lord knows that you are grown, now you receive everything. That is why you cannot remain a child. Tell the person said about you, you cannot remain a child. Tell the person that you must chichi, chichi, chichi. Chichi must happen in your life. Oh, come on. Can I get a smile from somebody? Can I get a smile from somebody? Oh, can I get a smile? Because you cannot be too serious. Just take it easy. We are in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. What a blessing. We are together for Jesus. Amen. So in our month of growth, and so in our year of growth, I'm going to start a sermon series, which is going to last for the next five weeks. Amen. Listen to me, please. And if today is your first time of being here, listen, I want to tell you something. Just come every Sunday for the next five weeks. Just five Sundays. After the five Sundays, if your life is not turned around, if God does not bring growth in your life, come to me. I'll give you all the offering that you have given for the five days. Then I'll show another church and you go there. Hallelujah. Because the word that you are going to teach for the next five Sundays, your life will be transformed and your life will experience growth. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And ladies and gentlemen, my message is entitled, Growing Through Difficulties. Amen. Amen. Someone say, Growing Through Difficulties. Growing Through Difficulties. Growing Through Difficulties. Growing through difficulties. Amen. Amen. And if you indulge me, please, let's be on our feet as we read our scripture for today. And that's going to be our scripture that we have for the year. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. And I want all of us to read it together. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. All right, let's go. When I was a child. Please hold on. Let's say first. Let's say the scripture first. So the First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eleven. Then we can start. Let's go. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eleven. When I was a child, I spoke and taught and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know that my message this morning is not, very, is not a very popular message. Because I know that in Christianity, we are being taught that everything is going to be rosy. Everything is going to be smooth. We only know only nice things and good things happen to us. In fact, these days, our churches have turned into places where we preach prosperity, success, and only good things happening. But ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that even though whatever they've told us is true, what probably they missed in telling us is that there is a process. Someone say process. A process. Oh, come on. Someone say process. Process. And I want you to understand that as a Christian, it's not only 
nice things, good things, and happy things that happen to you. There are also difficulties. There are also problems. There are also uh, uh, um, challenges. It's not only celebrating. It's not only enjoying, eating and drinking. For scripture says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Amen. But there's also challenges and difficulties. Ladies and gentlemen, God told Joseph, I'm going to make you great. You are going to be the prime minister. You are going to be nice and wonderful. Maybe somebody who saw Joseph at that time would have seen Joseph in his nice regalia, walking around and moving on, so nice, handsome, young man as a prime minister. But what the person did not know, that Joseph was just coming from the prison, where he has been for over two years. That's where he was coming from. In fact, the scripture says, when Joseph was coming, they said, let's go and take care of him. Let's put on nice clothes for him to wear so that he can come and stand in front of the king. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, that means that there are challenges and there are difficulties in this life. And I want you to understand that if you want to grow, you must understand, you must accept, you must embrace the challenges that happen in this life. And that is the only way you are going to grow. Listen, Amen. there's no easy way to grow in this life. Growth itself is a difficult process. Amen. Amen. If you could tell you even the physical growth and for you to understand the challenges and the scientific things that must happen for that physical growth to take place, you understand that growing happens only through difficulties. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is why when they are training soldiers, they put them through difficult training. Amen. Amen. Sometime ago, my wife was going to work at a certain place, and they said that that place where you're going to work, you need to train you like soldiers. So, they were going to the place for a camp, some meters of some, some, I don't know how long, but a long distance from the place where you are going to go, the bus stopped and said, everybody get out. Carry your bags and walk to the place. Yeah. And soldiers can be trained in difficult situations. They can stay in the forest for days because they are being trained and they are being brought up. That is why when there are challenges and difficulties, the soldier will survive and you will not survive. Why? Because he has grown through the difficulties and the challenges that he has experienced. If you go to war and you know how war is, you understand how to live your life. Amen. Oh, can I get an amen? Amen. 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 So ladies and gentlemen, when you are going through hard times, I want you to understand that hard times create strong people. Amen. Is anyone who's going through hard times here? Is it not going through difficulties here? Yes. Is it not going through challenges here? Yes. Then I want you to understand that the challenges, the hard times, the difficulties you are going through is to make you a strong person. And I see you coming out strong in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, I said that trouble will not kill you. That difficulties will not bring you down. That disappointment and failures in life will not cause you to backslide, but it will cause you to be strong in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 
Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, when you are going through challenges and difficulties, I want you to understand that it's not to destroy you, it's yeah. to make you a strong person. A strong person. Somebody said that hard times create strong people. Then the strong people, when they come, they create very good times. But unfortunately, when the good times come, the people that are created become weak. Why? Because they are enjoying everything nicely. Haven't you seen a rich man who gives birth and leaves all his properties for a, a, his child, and the child, by the time he is 35 years, he has squandered everything. Why? Because of this. In fact, if you compare his, his father's past to him, you realize that his father went through challenges, difficulties, problems. So the father learned how to survive. He learned how to do well in this life. When the father, through his ability to learn how to survive, became strong and is able to create a good life for the children. Many people who take their children in cars to school will tell you that they used to walk. Yeah. I used to walk from my house to my school, which is I mean, some hours away. So I have to wake up early in the morning to do the housework, which are difficulties. And after that, I will then get up and walk that long distance to the school. And when I get to the school, I have to be there latest by 7.30 a.m. And I have to go and also work on the plot that I've assigned to me. After all the work I've done at home, it's not enough. I have to also come and work again in the school. Because if, you are, if your name is not written as you've worked, you are in big trouble. So what did, what did that make me? It, make me? it made me a strong person. I'm not afraid to work. I'm not afraid of work at all. But when I look at my children today, they just wake up and they eat and they come and sit in the car and I drive them to the school and I leave them there. That's it. They are done. So if, you do, if they don't experience difficulties in this life to let them grow and become strong, they will end up becoming weak people and weak people create hard times. That is why David who fought wars, became one of the best kings in the history of Israel. And his direct son Solomon, who was the wisest man in the whole world, by the time Solomon was leaving the throne, God said, because of what you have done, I will divide this nation. Hard times. Create strong people. So the difficulty that you are going through, my brother, the difficulties that you are going through, my sister, I'm not here today to tell you that that difficulty is going away. I'm here to tell you that that difficulty will make you a strong person. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. I know you don't like my message, but... It's a good word. This is the message that you need. Amen. It's a good word. This is the first I want you to understand. Number one, we don't grow when things are easy. We grow when we face difficulties. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But when you face difficulties, you grow up. Can I preach? Go ahead, Pastor. 
You see, that is why I always tell people that go to school. Why do I tell people to go to school? When you go to school, you face difficulties, challenges, problems, issues that you have to solve. So when you solve that problem, then you are growing up. You see, the people of Israel, when they left Egypt and they were going to Canaan, they got to the border of Canaan and were supposed to enter the promised land. Moses sent the people to go and check the land. When they came back, 10 of them said, the land is good as you have said, but there are giants, we can't fight them. Two came back and said, let's go and take the land. What did God tell them? He said that, listen, you are not, no more going to the land. I want you to take you around about 40 years before you come and enter the land. Why? So that you will learn how to fight. So that you can face difficulties that will grow you up. So that when you go to the land and you face giants, you won't run away. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, amen. It's a good word. Amen. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, whatever you are going through is preparing you for you to grow up and become a strong person. Hallelujah. Amen. So that place that you are, that you are working, that you look as if it's so that you become a strong person. Amen. It's so that you grow. Oh, I said, it's so that you grow. Amen. One day, One day, a young lady was in a relationship with a certain boy. And then, after a while, the boy said, I've, I don't want it anymore. So they broke up from the relationship. Ladies and gentlemen, this young lady said, I want to kill myself. So he went to see the pastor, and the pastor, he was a very good pastor. He was not, he's not like some of us. He's a very, very good pastor. So he told the lady that, you know what? No, God will take care of you. Don't worry, you'll find another person and all that. If you had come to meet some of us at me, I would have given the person a knife that, please, please, we are going to have one less person in this world. Please, take, go, go ahead and kill yourself because of one broken heart from a boy who is even foolish. You are going to kill yourself. Go ahead and kill yourself. Are you a woman already? Yeah. When we read Acts chapter 40, which is our anchor scripture for this teaching, you realize that Paul faced a lot of difficulties, a lot of disagreements, a lot of divisions in his preaching of God's word. Acts chapter 14, when, when we read from verse 1 to 7, you see all those things. But ladies and gentlemen, that did not make Paul run away. You face a little problem, you are running away. Small problem that you are facing in that office, you want to leave the office. What is wrong with you? What is wrong? Amen. Amen. Strong problem you are facing in your marriage, you want to leave the marriage. What is wrong? Because you have not been taught to withstand difficulties yes. and grow through it. So you make a small problem, you are running away. Yeah. David said, when he met Goliath, he said, Kafaha, you don't understand. No, One day, I met a lion, and I defeated the lion. Another day, I met the bear, and I killed the bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine who is standing here defying the armies of the Lord? Can I tell you something? If David had not met the lion, probably he would not have been able to kill Goliath. Yeah. 
could have run away. Yes. The people, his other brothers were crying, they were weeping. What are you going to do? Because they have not met their lion. Yes. So what you are going through may be your lion. Yes. I said what you are going through in that office may be your lion. Yes. What you are going through in that house will may be your lion. It's a good word. It's a good word. Amen. Encourage me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So number one, we don't grow when things are easy. We grow when things, when we face difficulties. Amen. Number two, the way to grow up is to go down. The way to go up. The way to grow up is to go down. down. Hallelujah. Amen. As 14, 8 to 18, when you read, we don't have time, so we are, we are not going to read it, but when you go on, just pick a Bible and read it, and you will see the things that I'm talking about. Paul, and Paul had preached powerfully in Barnabas. The people said, what a powerful message. We are not going to sacrifice to you because you are God. But Paul said, no, you can't do that because we are human beings just like you. Paul knew that if he wants to grow up, he had to go down. He had to be able to take humility and be able to say that, I, it is not me. I am not what you are talking about. I am not that there is somebody who is there. It is not me. Yeah. He had to go down. He had to refuse the recognition that they were giving him so that the glory will go to God. He said, it's not me. I'm just a human being just like you. I have to go down. Yes. Amen. Amen. And that's why many people fail. Because many people cannot go down. Many people do not understand humility. They call it difficulties. You are, you are in a place. You are, you, are, you, are, you are the last person in the place. So they are always sending you. Go and buy this. Go and buy cocoa. Go and buy masa. Go and buy water. When you come back and another person will send you, go and do this. I can't do it anymore. It's too hard. It's too difficult. That's why people have left the places where they are supposed to be. Because it's too difficult. It's too hard. Show me one thing that is easy in this life. And I will show you a thing that will take you nowhere. Anything you do in this life that is easy will take you nowhere. That is why instead of waiting before you get married, you are chasing somebody's husband. There's something wrong with you. Yes. Yes. I was telling by you that I don't understand what I'm talking about. Hey. I'm preaching a very powerful message. Growing through difficulties. And I've told you this story before, but for those of you the first time of coming, let me tell the story again. If you have heard it, pretend that you haven't heard it and smile along. There were three ladies. They are all married. And we were talking. And the first one said, me, my husband, he gives me 100 cities every month. It's me, Kromami. 100 Ghana cities. Then the other one said, me, my husband, he gives me 50 Ghana cities every month. Then the third person said, me, my husband, he gives only 20 Ghana cities every month. Then the 100 said that, ah, oh dear, oh yeah, to bear. 20 Ghana cities in our tower, railway home. Then I'm ready. The one who said, gave me 20 Ghana, he became so agitated and so angry. 
She went home and went to fight the husband. Why are you giving me 20? Why are you giving 50 and 100? Why 20? Ladies and gentlemen, little did she know that the one who said my husband gave me 100 cities, actually, the husband is giving me only five cities every month. Five. Indeed, or, or he's looking at the where who is lying that he gets 100 cities and based on it to get out of her marriage. Amen. 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 Now, even though, or even if your husband was giving you whatever, it's supposed to grow you in whatever you are doing. Yes. So the days that you didn't have anything to eat, the days that you didn't have anything to drink, that was a way for you to grow up. Amen. Amen. So that is why you must learn in this life to go down. Listen, if there's one way in which God will fight you is to develop pride. Mm. Bible says, God said, and I resist the proud. Resist. I pray that God will not resist you. Amen. I, said, I pray that God will not resist you. Amen. That is why you need to be submissive. I saw bro once. That's why you need to be obedient. Amen. Amen. Because that is your way and God's way for you to grow up. You must be willing to accept when you are told to do something. Sit here, then you are sitting down. Get up, then you are up. Let's go, then you are on your way. That's the way to grow. But we are someone you cannot accept instructions. Oh, you can't be at your own tears. Me, 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 because when you are proud, it's God who is fighting you. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that you will not be proud. Amen. Number three. I'm ending my message. Tough times never last, but tough people do. Yes. Tough times never last, but tough people do. When coronavirus came, it was a very difficult moment. It was so tough. It was so difficult for everyone. But look at how coronavirus has built us all up to be strong. Amen. 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 Because of coronavirus, we were waking up to pray at midnight. Before coronavirus, we were not doing that. But you said, let us, this is an opportunity to grow, not an opportunity to go down. You see, when coronavirus came, there are people who gained nothing. They did not even become big. Even coronavirus, they didn't become big. While other people also advanced and moved up. May you be the person that difficulties will grow you, not the person that difficulties will destroy you and bring you down. Amen. Because you see, the tough times and the difficult situations you are facing will pass away. Yeah. When I see it passed away in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As I see it passed away in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That divorce situation in your house will pass away. Amen. But tough people will continue moving on. Yes. Amen. Amen. That is why one day when I heard somebody give a, um, a counselor, give a, so I was so shocked. He said that, eh, when you are staying with someone, you should not let the person work so late and so hard that the person is the last person to sleep in the house. It should, uh, it and I to create problems. 
when I listened to it, I said, ah, it, it looks like it makes sense. But when I thought about it, I realized that it does not make sense. Why? Because you where you work, where you work, they have working hours, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes. Where I work, they also have working hours. Yes. There's no way I can go and stand somewhere and say that, eh, I don't like this working hours. Eight to five is too much. I rather want to work 10 o'clock in the morning than at 12 o'clock. I take my break. I only take my break for two hours. When I come back at two o'clock, I just do one hour B. One hour B at 13 minutes. Cry now. So that's what you are looking for. Until you, you keep searching. There's, there's nothing like that. But there are working hours for everything. Those who work as pilots and air hostess, ask them their working hours. Can you go and say that, me, I want to be an air hoster, and yet I don't want to work in the night. And you go here. Why stay at home? Because those are the working hours that we are dealing with. Amen? So no matter what you are going through in this life, you may think that it's difficult, but it's a way for you to grow up. Amen. Don't say that why have they given me so much of these notes to study and I have to study all night and I have to go and write exams and all that. Because when you are there and you are, it's building you up. When I was in school, I used to learn, oh my goodness, learning. Learning. Oh my. Come and let's compare notes. I, 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 can just, I can just learn now. My friend told us me, oh, Ufie, you're the max energy teacher of yeah, the master just said, I can work so hard. But it was building me up. Because the course I was doing was so difficult. And I wasn't going to fail. It had to build me up. So today, when I get up and I'm going to my office, it is not difficult. Or even though it's difficult, I've already grown through it. It doesn't matter. I can sleep at 2 a.m. and still wake up at 5 a.m. and still go to the office and get there and will not be late and will still work effectively. What that 10 crown now? A buff for you, I know I'll say on community wedding. Why are they waking me up too early? Mommy, I don't know why. Why are you waking me up too early? You are waking me up too early. Why are you waking me up too early? We are being trained. You are experiencing this so that you grow up. Are there some young people in the house? Yes. You are the one I'm talking to. Finally, growth never happens in a comfort zone. If you want to grow, get out of the comfort zone. Get out. If you want to grow, get out of the place that makes you too comfortable. People are too comfortable, don't grow. Oh, because yeah, I hear yeah. Oh, I've done this. I'm fine. Into be beer ain't see when you so. Oh, be ready now, yeah. Oh, me quite juma at least. Oh, mommy two cities, me three bint and me me fan is ah. It's be beer. There's not be beer ain't see when you. There's nothing in front of your eyes. Be beer ain't see when you so. Ah, okay. There's nothing that you are looking at to say that ah, I want to get there. I want to do this. I want to get a Bibia ANC when you so. Amen. 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 So you are too comfortable where you are. Can I tell you that 
there are greater heights. There are more levels to where you are. No matter where you have reached in life, there are still more levels ahead of you. You can still do more and get more than what, than what you are getting. It's a good place. Brother, about 10 o'clock, into a pond, they'll beat my yarn. No, no. Hey. Is that all you can do? You went at night, it's 10, they are finished, and I'm going to sleep. Hey. 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 hey! You are so comfortable. I'm okay, I'm fine. Bible Christ says we should be content with what we have. You are not reading your Bible well. That's why you are saying that. In fact, you don't even know where that is in, in the Bible. You, you actually don't know. That's why you are saying that. I don't know. You will say that. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, last week I did this. So if I'm able to do this, I'm fine. Brother, you need to keep going up. And the more you get out of your comfort zone, the more it becomes difficult. Yes. The more it becomes difficult. Yes. You see, you are someone who does not talk to anyone. Only in your comfort zone. But when he tell you, go out there and bring someone to church, now you are living out of your comfort zone. It's too difficult. It's too uncomfortable. It doesn't look nice. Hey, what are they going to say? But immediately you step out of your comfort zone and you encounter the challenges and the difficulties. You see that you are growing and you are breaking out of your shyness and you are breaking out of the things that keep you down and lift you up to the next level. Hey! hey. Let me tell this story now. End my message. One day, one day, a young lady was in a church working as a shepherd in the church, and that's what her work that she was doing in the church. She was, didn't have any work to do, so she decided that she's going to apply and find a work somewhere. So he applied and they called her for interview. When he sat down at the interview and they asked her, tell us your work experience. What work have you done before so that we can know that you can do this work? Ladies and gentlemen, this lady had not done any work before in her life. So she didn't know what to say. Then she remembered that she's a shepherd. So she just told them, ah, I remember. I'm a shepherd in my church. They said, wow, what do you do? You have goats and sheep and cattle in your church or what? Oh, no, no, no. I take care of some people in the church. I've been giving five people, and I take care of them. So, okay, what do you do? He said, okay, what I do is that I have to pray for them every day. Then I have to visit them and find out how they are doing. And when they don't come, then I have to go and look for them. And I'll be asking them and interacting with them so that I know what is going on in their life so that I can help them. When they have problems and I can help I, I help them. If I cannot, I take them to the pastor so that the pastor can help them. When they have funerals, I go and I'm there with them. When they are doing their birthdays, I'm there celebrating their birthdays. And that is what I do in the church. The people sat at the interview panel and they were amazed. They told the people, sack all those who are there, they are going, we have picked this young lady. Because this work that we are employing is a work that you need to talk to people. It's a relationship work. And the work that she has described for us in her church shows that she can actually do this work. She stepped out of her comfort zone. And because of that, She's got this job. Don't shun away from difficulties, brothers. 
Sisters, don't let difficulties that happen in this life kill you. Rather embrace it. Learn from it and grow. Amen. Close your eyes and let's pray. I don't know what you learned today, but definitely you must have learned something. Speak to the Lord about it. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for ministering to us, Lord. That your word has come to us in season. Pray for God. Let this word enter into the left ear and go out of the right. But let this word be buried in our hearts as we learn to embrace difficulties. I will learn to come out of our comfort zone. I will learn to humble ourselves and go down so that you shall lift us up. Lord, thank you for your word. I pray for every person here, whatever challenges or difficulties that they are going through. I pray that, Lord, may you help them. Amen. May you take absolute control of them. Amen. I pray that you heal them. Amen. I pray that you take them out of challenges and difficulties. Amen. But more important, Lord, help us to grow through these challenges and difficulties. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. With every eye closed, please close your eyes and bow down your head. I want to ask you, do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Because if you don't know Jesus... All these that we are talking about makes no sense at all. But when you have Jesus Christ, he's the one who said, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am with you. He promised his disciples, go into all the world and do this. And lo, I am with you even to the end of the world. If you are here, you don't know him. I want to recommend Jesus to you this morning. And I want to ask you, you want to accept him. He can come and stay in your heart and he can save you. Anybody here like that? You have never accepted Jesus before, but you want to accept him today because you don't know what happens if you should die. What if the end should get to the world should get to an end today? What if you don't wake up the next day? What happens? Where are you going? Brothers that Jesus is calling you. Will you accept him? Lift up your hand if there's anyone here like that. Never accepted Jesus before. I want to accept him this morning before we end. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. We bless your name. Anybody here like that? Wow, God bless you, brother. Anybody else? Anybody else? Lift up your hand. Anybody else? We are praying in the next minute. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't look at who is looking, who is not looking. It's between you and Jesus on that day. God bless you. I see your hand at the back. God bless you. Anybody else? If your hand is up, lift it high up. I see your hand in the middle to lift up your hand. Lift it high up. I see. I, God bless you all. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Please do one thing for me and please rise to your feet. Just rise to your feet. And, and let's say the prayer. Please rise to your feet. If your hand was up, just, just stand where you are. Just don't come. Just stand where you are. All right. Minister, please let's take note of them so that we will. Yeah. If you are accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, rise to your feet and let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Now close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. And say this after me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Say it after me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For me. For me. 
I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. And I cannot help or save myself. And I cannot help or save myself. But I know that only you can save me. But I know that only you can save me. So this morning. So this morning. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Confessing them before you. Lord Jesus. Save me. Save me. Come and be the Lord of my life. Come and be the Lord of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you so much. Please be seated. Now, if you were up when we close, I want to meet you. I want when we close, I want to meet you. All right. So just come and sit here for me. If you lift up your hand, please. Just sit here when you close. I want to meet you for some. I have some information for you, so please. Don't be in a hurry to leave. Let's let me meet you a few minutes before you go. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you. So I pray together for the Lord. Amen.